welcome to another Terrific Tips episode. I'm Terry, your host. Why is it Terrific Tips for Business? Because you can't spell terrific without Terry. I'm so thankful that you've taken the time to be with us today and listen to the amazing stories, the nuggets, the information, the tips, tricks, and habits that other business owners just like you have used to overcome challenges in their own business. I hope that you get as much out of these conversations as I do when it comes to helping me overcome some challenges in my business. My intention is always just to provide a platform for other people to share their story so that together we can support each other and be stronger in our small business community. Thank you so much for joining us. And without further ado, I cannot wait to introduce you to our guest today. All right, let's do this. Uh, Where's the other tab that I need? Welcome to another Terrific Tips for Business. I am Terry Watkins, your host and chief idea catcher, because we can't spell terrific without Terry. So yay, have to have a little fun with a play on words. I am so excited to have Maura Barclay back with us today. She was on our podcast last year and we had the most amazing conversation. And for those of you who maybe didn't hear that podcast, let me introduce you to Ms. Mora. Mora is a neurofacilitation specialist. She is an author and a transformational leadership consultant who's worked for over a decade in the intuitive empowerment field with her book, Unbreakable Woman, Compassionate Self-Defense and Empowerment. What an amazing title, right? She has presented across the nation for federal agencies, Fortune 500 companies, and the US military. Her early career as a mind-body master instructor and teacher, trainer contributed to the proven evidence-based methodology that she employs in her transformational intensive programs for HNW individuals with effortless enrollment, which is her new program. I can't wait for her to share a little bit about that with you all today too. Effortless Enrollment Without Selling, a program for transformational leadership coaches, I am so excited to have you here with us again today, Maura. Welcome. Thank you, Terry. You know I love hanging out with you. I love I love getting in the mix with you because you're so smart, you're so creative, and I just I can't get enough Terry. I just can't get enough Terry in my life. Yay! No, we can't. We need more of each other in our lives for we sure. Do. Yeah. Hey, so I have a question for you. Speaking of this transformational leadership stuff. What's the fastest way to convey leadership in an organization? I think that people, this is such a good question because, and also I, I want to make a distinction here that leadership doesn't necessarily mean that you are a manager. Personal leadership is what I would like to address if I may, because hmm. the answer is the same. The way that the, the fastest way to convey leadership is through personal authority and accepting responsibility. Boom, done. Doesn't matter whether you are an entry level person, you are in the C-suite. There is this, there is and an authority that you, you are the master of your own situation. And the way you become the world-class CEO of your own thoughts, beliefs, and emotions is through personal accountability. And when you are doing that on the inside, it is a natural expression, extension, if you will, of being that on the outside. And the people who carry this inner authority, it is an energy that is unmistakable. It is self-evident. You don't have to say anything. Interesting. So they just kind of have this like aura about them. What's different about their aura that other people can sense that lets them know this is a, le- this is a true leader? This well, is part of it, that is, and that, that's an awesome question because I'm, I have a sneaking suspicion I'm going to love all your questions today. So it's, I would say it's twofold. One, it can be felt. Hmm. It can be sensed. There's certain things. I, I like to engage people in the experimentation, the exploration of putting part of your attention on what is seen, heard, felt with your five senses and then split it and also use your other senses as a valid form of data collection. 
So when you feel like the vibe of somebody, you can tell when someone is nervous AF. You can tell. You can tell when someone is super uncomfortable. You can feel it. So part of it is they'll, they may be giving it away on their face or they have a behavior, an unconscious behavior. They're tapping a toe or they're, they're shifting around. They're touching their face. So they're doing all this extraneous behavior that leads you to believe that they're not comfortable. And there's also a very clear energy around them of just like inner chaos. You can feel it. Mm. The opposite of that, someone who is self-assured and very clear on, on their personal authority, someone who really owns their story they're going to own all their stuff. There's just a calm about them. They tend to move slower than everybody else. You're not gonna see these people rush around. They just move slower. Every step is confident. They, they love being there. They're comfortable in their own skin. So you'll witness that in the body language of those people. Those are the five, that's the five sense indication. There is something though that cannot be necessarily described in five sense language. It is something to be felt when you're in the presence of a true leader and there's different leadership styles from behind, from within and in the front, okay? And they're all valid. As long as they're heart-centered, you're gonna feel that immediately. Mm. Okay. So when we're talking about the different leadership styles and we're talking about this leader that seems to be like owning their space, what does that do for them as a leader and their organization when they're that confident and they're not like this frantic chaos kind of energy? It brings other, well, first of all, the, the, strongest, the strongest nervous system in the room is going to entrain the other nervous systems. Mm. So whoever's coming forth with the most amount of energy is probably going to, and there's a lot of variables to this naturally, but generally speaking, I'm gonna paint with a really big brush here, Terry. The person who shows up with the, the, the biggest energy field around them is going to invite the other nervous systems to entrain with them. So there was this wonderful study done. I think it was uh, University of Har or it was uh, Harvard Business School. And they were doing, I read about this in a book called, I believe, uh, How She Decides by uh, Teresa Houston, who's a brilliant, brilliant researcher. And in the study, it was about uh, intuition to see, is this a thing? Is, is this a female thing in, in business? Is this a female thing? And it turns out that whoever is in the position of leadership, or I should say more, more, more specifically, whoever's in the position of subordinate, regardless of whether or not it was male or female, displayed more social sensitivity, more intuitive, adept uh, understanding and ability to anticipate the leader regardless of gender. So what that means is when the leader shows up with this energy of calm, uh, let's call it, I love Caesar Milan's work. And I'm absolutely hundred percent, like if you can lead a dog, you can lead people. And oh. dog problems are, are human problems almost hundred percent of the time. We're it's, all animals, right? We're all animals, exactly. So you must conduct yourself on the, and this is where, this is pheromone territory. I mean, this is electromagnet, electromagnetic fields, pheromones. When you show up with this calm, assertive energy, people tend to calm down. Think about it this way, Terry. I don't know if you've ever witnessed this or even heard about it. When Thich Nhat Hanh shows up, Nobel Prize winning uh, Vietnamese monk, when he shows up into a, an auditorium of 5,000 people and he's just sitting there, a wave of calm flows over the people and everybody kind of goes, oh, you didn't do anything. It's his presence. And once you have that kind of influence mm -hmm. and it depends on how you're using it, you have the ability, it kind of removes interference. Everything just flows better. When everybody is calm and working towards the same mission. Mm -hmm. And when you have that sort of leadership vibe it's also very invitational where people really it's very inclusive yes. and inclusion is how you get people to feel like they belong and once people feel they belong to the mission there is nothing you cannot accomplish and it really just just pays like the blacktop it just makes instant blacktop and it really does account for the different personalities as long as everybody's being calm and respectful it makes things happen so much faster <laughs> it really really does I can totally sense that. And I've, I've been in that room. I've been in the boardroom with the person who doesn't seem like they know what the hell is going on. 
and they have all of the papers around them and they're very like in a tizzy because they seem like they just don't know what's going to happen. And I've also been in the boardroom where they say, okay, so this is what's happening right now. This is what we wanted to have happen. Not the same thing. That's okay though. This is what we're going to do about it unless somebody else has a better idea. And because they they feel confident, they feel like they have a solution, they've come to the table with that solution. There isn't paperwork everywhere. They just walked in. And it changed the whole conversation and how it was handled from that point forward. People felt more comfortable sharing their opinion in that space as well. So is there something that a leader needs to do in order to tap into this uh, calm, assertive energy, as Cesar Milan would say? Yeah, this is something that I work on with the leaders that, that I have the privilege of, of coaching. So depending on, I coach individuals, um, um, H, uh, HNW is high net worth because when I work with individuals, it's a, uh, it's a very high price tag. I primarily work with coaches. So for me to put my attention on an individual, it, it, my time is, is more valuable under those circumstances. So a private is much more expensive than a mastermind coach situation, right? That's so, why you have that uh, group program though. So correct, exactly. It's, it's for access for people who, you know, who don't have that level of, of resources in the moment, right? So when working with leaders in, in positions of, of, of influence and who have a lot of resources at their disposal and they have a lot of, a lot of pressure and responsibility within an organization. The real key is that personal accountability piece and worthiness. So I work on worthiness a lot and it worthiness is sort of the engine of that personal authority. And once you feel worthy, suddenly you're able to deal with, or I should say, in, you're able to, to handle anybody's things going on and you don't have, you're not distracted by your need to prove that mm-hmm. you are, you're, right, you are the most in charge. You don't have to prove that anymore. You're so confident, you, you're so clear in your ability to do what you're doing in your worthiness to be in the position and you've got your emotions and your thoughts and beliefs on lock. And so it, it just creates this ease and I think when, when I work with people, I look, I help them make peace with their past because that mm-hmm. very early, those early, those early days, right. In the family of origin, that's when they get the false information about their worthiness and, and what they need to have to make them worthy, which is all a bunch of BS because mm-hmm. you're born worthy and we learn to question our worthiness. So I, I work with people to untrain that, to unlearn that and retrain the original genius that they are and help uh, and give them practices and tools to help root them in, into an embodied sense of their worthiness. And that's kind of the, that's, that, that's the process, worthiness, personal authority, calm, assertive energy. It's, it's like magic. Interesting. So is that a process that you walk through in your course um, that you have? And and forgive me, the name of it just totally escaped. It's on the tip of my tongue and it's out of my brain. Well, effortless enrollment is for the coaches. Yeah, that's it. Effortless enrollment. So is part of that effortless enrollment program, like teaching them some of that process? A hundred percent. It is about 50. I would say at least half of the program is mindset. Because in order for, here's the thing, leadership is a gift. Yes, you can earn your way into leadership, but when you're just out and about, leadership is a gift people give to you. If you carry yourself with a natural authority of self-assurance, people just give it to you. There are natural subordinates and there are natural leaders, and we must have both. Not everybody's born to be a CEO, and you're not going to try to make a CEO uh, an entry-level person. They're going to ascend so quickly. We need everybody. It's like a football team, folks. We need everybody, okay? Every role is important. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and that goes into the food service industry and people who are picking our food. Like, we need everybody. Every single person's an essential worker, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what, so as far as being a coach and showing up, being a leader requires one thing that's more than one thing, but a certain thing that's very important for the people who are sort of based, surrendering to you and accepting your authority and your leadership. They must feel like you've got them. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, 
no matter what happens, I got your back. Yeah. I've done this before. And even if I haven't, I've done something similar enough. We'll get through it together. This is a team. Even though I am the leader of this team, it's still a team. And you can count on me. So when my coaches come to me and their tra transformational coaches are my specialty and effortless enrollment is about never having to sell, never having to convince. And I can tell you, I've, I had a, a $40,000 a week that was effortless for me. I didn't sell. I, may, I construct my program and have a mindset that allows the, the, the program or the, the free offering to do the selling for me. So I don't have to. Yeah. I only get on the phone with qualified people. I have 100% closing rate. I don't even believe in that. I have 100% enrollment rate because I don't get on the phone with people who aren't perfect clients. Why waste my time? So this is what I teach transformational leaders. And these numbers aren't that unusual. It's just that people are wasting their time in a, in a business model that doesn't make sense for them. Exactly. Not for them. You can't take a corporate business model and put it on transformational coaches and entrepreneurs. It doesn't work. Right. It's different. So I lead them through this. And the first thing that we, we, we conquered, we don't conquer anything. I don't like that word. There's way too much dominance and, and force in that. First That's thing, very masculine of you. <laughs> very masculine. I'm not going to do that. Here's what we do. The first thing that we resolve mm. are their money mindset issues. Mm -hmm. They have learned how to limit themselves and feel guilt and shame about money and feel judgment about people with money and feel excluded about having money and feeling like they don't belong with people who have money. I'm doing a lot of air quotes today, I recognize. And um, that is one of the things that I work on very fast and deep. And the work doesn't, the thing that I think people don't realize is change can happen very quickly. Especially if you're, this is why I want to work with coaches and why I'm so much more expensive with individuals. There's a lot more heavy, heavy lifting with individuals. They don't necessarily know how to apply and execute the way coaches do. Right. So I know it's that there's going to be different processing. System. Exactly. I, I need to, I need to uh, guide them through in a different way. And it takes longer. It takes 90 days versus uh, seven or eight weeks with my coaches and, and they, the coaches and the, and the individuals wind up in the same place. Coaches do it faster. So, um, so I basically charge less for my time because it's just quicker and easier for me. So, uh, to answer your, if I haven't answered your question already, it is mindset. It is around money. It is around self value. And at the end of the day, it is absolutely critical that every transformational coach has a thriving, sustainable business, because that means the people who need their help are getting help. And in order for them to be that entrepreneur, to be that soulful leader, which is why my company's called Soulful Leader, they must be able to stand in their personal, emotional, spiritual authority as a leader who can say to every single client that's appropriate for them, I got you. Yeah. I've got you. You can follow apart with me and, we'll, and I'll help you put yourself back together. No matter what happens, no matter what you think has happened to you, that is awful. It's not going to make me raise an eyebrow. I've heard it all before. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can say that's going to surprise me. And I appreciate you no matter what. I unconditionally love you no matter what. I only see your greatness. I already see your results. That's all I see. And they feel that reflected back in them. When you can see the best in people, mm. this is true leadership. This is soulful leadership. And everybody can do this. I don't care if you work at a Fortune 100 company or you are a brand new beginner entrepreneur, soulful leader coach. When you can see the greatness in people, they rise to the occasion. They just need to see themselves reflected back to them. But if you don't have the worthiness and the personal leadership to do that, you're not going to get there. Mm -hmm. I agree completely. Maura, what's the best way for people to tap into this effortless enrollment program or get in touch or follow you? Because you've already dropped some amazing nuggets today. And I want the people listening to have an opportunity to engage you. Thank you. Well, naturally I'm on LinkedIn. I post all over LinkedIn. I have a weekly Instagram show called the free lunch live. My handle is at soulful leader. I'll give you all the information for the program notes. So at 1230 PM PST, the first person to drop a question in the check gets transformational intuitive coaching from me. I've gotten so many clients from that. And it's one of my favorite things because I don't know who they are. Some of their handles don't indicate whether or not it's male or female. I just hear their questions and I get to be in the moment pure intuition, letting my guides guide the way. And it is such a thrill for me. It's like wind sprints as a coach. You know what I mean? It's like doing the stairs. I love it. So 1230 PM PST every Wednesday, 
you can also go to my website. I have a free gift for people. Um, and you remember I talked about the, the business model? Yes. Okay, so the traditional conventional business model is, is cause and effect, right? The, the foundation of any business is like sales, marketing, advertising, revenue. That's the foundation. And from that, then you move up into innovation, content creation, optimization. And that, in the conventional way, influ influences the mindset, self-value, self-perception. I've taken that model and, and just basically turned it upside down. It's cause and effect. You're causing an effect. You're causing your business. Business isn't happening to you. It's happening from you. It's all about, this is a transformational leadership key. It's all about your perception of yourself, your self-value, your mission, your purpose, your why. All of that lays a foundation that's going to inform your inspired action because you're not going to sit on your couch and manifest these things. Your inspired action, your servant lead, leader marketing, which is a very different way to market. It's very invitational value-based. That creates money. It creates revenue. It generates it because it has to. It's the third law of motion. Mm. Money's not a mystery. It's the, it's the byproduct of inspired action and a prosperity mindset. So if you don't have a prosperity mindset in your foundation, I can tell you what's not going to happen. <laughs> I can tell you, I'm not a mind reader. It's, it's not going to happen for you. So I introduced this concept and, and walk people through how to, uh, uh, how to in, in integrate this into their business. So this is soulfulleader.com forward slash effortless. Soulfulleader.com forward, forward slash effortless. It's free gift. And I introduce you to all of the juice and uh, I give you as much tea as I can. And uh, that's it. I, I want to be able to help as many coaches as I can fill their programs. You know, Terry, I, I came to understand when I was working with individuals and I got all these amazing tools that work for people. I'm like, I can help a thousand people. And that, that feels very, very good to me. I don't know how long I'm going to be on this planet. None of us do, right? How can I do more good? How can I help more people help more people? If I can help a thousand coaches help a thousand people, I've now a thousand X'd my ability to do good on the planet. So I realize coaches are my force multipliers. That's why I want to work specifically with coaches. And again, I'm happy to turn my attention to individuals. I really want them to be in positions of influence and leadership so that they can entrain people into their own worthiness and personal authority. That's who I work with is very important to me. I don't just work with anybody. I love that you tapped into that because I have a similar mindset and mission when it comes to spin frogs. And one reason why spin frogs has been so dedicated in our one-on-one -on -one stuff to the independent medical community, because I found out very early blood makes me squeamish. So I can't be a doctor, huh. but I know that they're critical. They're so necessary in our world, in our lives to maintain human experience that I feel a draw to find a way to support them. So if I can support a thousand doctors right. who are supporting and changing communities all over the planet, that's all I can do. And for me, that's, that's the impact that I can have. That's the ripple effect that spin frogs can have. And that doctor is going to serve more than a thousand people. They can serve 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 people, depending on the size of their practice, right. And how long they're in business. And I think if we're working with people who have that leadership mindset, who are in tune with their heart centered organization. We, we serve similar people, just different industries, but what is core to who we both are is they need to be heart centered and, and they really need to be of service uh, of servitude. And that's really a key component to everybody that we work with here at spin frogs as well. And so really quickly, those of you who are listening if you like this, if this is serving you today, please give us a thumbs up, a comment in the chat there on YouTube for those of you that are listening there. And those of you who are listening to this after the fact, make sure you subscribe to the channel so you never miss another wonderful conversation with our totally amazing guest speakers. I just love being here and serving all of you. That's part of my mission as well. 
So let's get back to this leadership conversation. There's a situation that has come up for me and we're going to kind of throw out the window anything else that we might have talked about or planned for today and kind of talk about what's happening right now in real life. So real life, my cell phone decided to brick itself the other day. And so it's a black screen of death for those of you that don't know what brick and I cannot turn it on. Like it is black screen. Nothing is happening. I've plugged it in, taken it to Verizon. They've plugged it in. They've charged it on one of those virtual chargers that doesn't have any cords associated with nothing. Nothing's happening. So they said they were going to overnight deliver a replacement cell phone for me. So that way I could continue to work. Uh, Cause I don't know if any of you have done this, but Try running a business without a phone. Try doing it for four days. That's where we're at right now. And FedEx is the company that they've chosen to do the delivery. Well, it was an overnight delivery that has been on and off the truck four separate times with a promised delivery time by, four, by 8 p.m. every day this week since Wednesday. I still don't have a phone. So from a leadership perspective, what can FedEx do or um, Verizon do from a leadership perspective that can help this situation? Because I'm not their happiest customer right now. Yeah, so I have two things. So are you asking me this question? Yeah. Yeah, because I have two things that came up for me while you were telling this uh, story. So the first one, gosh, there's three things actually. The first one is there is a there's an opportunity here for you because all of this comes to you. Okay. It's all right. So, and I, and I want to be clear, like when I'm, what I'm about to share with you, Terry is uh, because it came from my, the intuitive place that all of my reflections come from. There's never any judgment or blame. There's always, uh, it, there's a very big focus on what's in front of us right now, mm -hmm. right? What's in front of us right now. So what's in front of you right now, today, with all of this Michigas, I love that word, all this Michigas, all these hijinks, what's in front of you right now, today? This is a totally awesome conversation that I get to do totally without a cell phone, so that's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what's in front of me right now, is, is being here and present with you. Right, which you are, which I'm very impressed about. So let's take a look at what this situation could be for you. Now, I'm going to put some context on this that might not be in your everyday thinking. If you will indulge me, will you just go on and would you do a little experiment with me? Sure, I'll play along. This is always okay. fun. And yeah, always go to see what comes out the other side. <laughs> yeah, let's go for a little ride. I'm really curious because we did not discuss this before no this is all happening in the moment folks welcome to live spin frogs tv here okay let me ask you this let's just for fun presume that everything that happens in your life has been painstakingly architected by you to show you something mm -hmm. let's just pretend that's true even if you don't believe it just for fun. Let's put, let's, it's a coat you're going to put on for a second. All right. So Terry, your higher self, right? The higher consciousness within you that is driving your servant's heart, that has driven you into this service-based business where you support people who do good, right? So you're doing awesome things on the planet. You have this beautiful juice heart. You are magnanimous with your energy. You are a great leader, you are an inclusive leader and you're really cool. Like, you know, your you know, your stuff, like, you, you know, where your limitations are. You're like, yeah, so there's that. I know that about me. Like, you're really, you're really good about knowing yourself. You're very self-aware. So let's say this person has come to a, a threshold and you need to grow. Mm -hmm. So your higher self went, let's throw this in the water and see what happens. Boom, goes the phone. Mm-hmm. Why? So what, what possible thing would you have the opportunity to learn from this experience? Because as far as I know, this has not happened to you before. No, I, well, my Apple phone did brick before the last time it did that it was a forced update, but that was many years ago. So it's been a while. Um, 
So I have had some time to meditate on this because one of my accountability partners has asked me a similar question. What's been the positive thing that has come out of this situation for you? And there's a couple of things that I am grateful for because of this situation. And it's something that I actually shared with my husband earlier today in our walk. And one of them is if I had my phone this week and I had those two hours every day blocked off to make those phone calls, I would have gotten out of my meetings and checked if I had any messages and called people back and texted people back. Instead, I didn't have any of that pressure. What I had was an opportunity to connect with my husband, to take a nap because I was tired and that's totally okay to go and take a nap a couple of days, to go for a walk, to enjoy time with my dog. None of these things would have happened if I had a phone because if I had a phone, I'd have been on it. So this has really allowed me the space that I needed to hear my body and hear my, my inner self say, hey, take a rest. Yes. It's okay. And it'll all work out. So whatever is meant to happen is going to happen and it'll all work out in perfect order like it's supposed to. Uh, I know this because everything always does. Um, for me, it's just a... Yeah, but is what I hear. Yeah, but. And, and every time I hear that, I'm like, yeah, but what? Yeah, but doesn't exist. Stop bringing the but into this. It has nothing to do with it. Enough with the but. So yeah, so there's that. And, and it's forced me to be more creative, to be honest. Like we lean into this device. We, we want to be able to connect via text message. We want to be able to phone call people or listen to voicemails. And when you don't have that, you have to find alternative ways to communicate with people. Well, the good news is, is there's all this technology out there that allows us to do that. Zoom being one of them. Yeah. Uh, you have all of the social media networks that you can access if you're in front of a computer. So not having a phone isn't stopping you from communicating with people. And sure, you can't text people from your phone number, but you have a Google Voice phone number. You can make phone calls from Google Voice and you can text people from Google Voice. So it's just being more creative and, and allowing me to look at a different way of possibly being able to reach out and engage. So that is a very high level self-awareness. And I just want everyone listening to understand what just happened. Okay. Very few people have the self-awareness and high level perspective to say what you just said, to see what you just saw and to convey what you just conveyed. Okay. So what you described to me when you told me about what happened. So what happens is we get entrenched, right? Would you see the, the entrenched part is the yeah, but we're entrenched in what we think is supposed to have. It's our expectations, right? You are all entrenched in that because it's what you did your business. Of course you're, this is the process. And this call to evolution, this is when you tell me something like FedEx hasn't delivered it and it was overnight. I'm like, no, no, there are larger forces at work here. When you get something like that going on, that's actually like, ooh, the, the foundation is changing. I'm being called to evolve. Mm. Whether it's optimizing my uh, customer interactions during a launch or even higher level, which is listening to your body, making it a habit to create breaks for yourself, to engage with the people that you care about and the pets that love you. At the end of the day, you will always be able to make money. You will always be able to make more money. Those are the moments that you can't get back. If you work yourself to the point where you get sick and you have to take advantage of one of the people that you support, now you have to, and you know, as well as I do, when there's anything wrong with the form, with the body, it changed it. Like suddenly nothing else matters. So you had the luxury of caring that much about that stuff. Yeah. And it's, you had the luxury of caring that much and you were so smart and that you optimized and that you pivoted and you like, okay, well, this isn't working. So what can we do? So to me, the, the, if you go up even a step farther, there is a, a, a step farther, which is, uh, recognizing that when these things happen, they're also an opportunity to shift our response to them. The moment we blame, which is really 
logical. Let's just be clear. It is natural and logical to be like, what's up, iPhone? Are you kidding me, FedEx? Come on, Verizon. Okay, that's all natural. That's all totally legit. I just want to say, of course. <laughs> and, of course, and. Yes, that's how, that's how we would all respond. What would happen? How would your life be? How would your business be if when things like this happen, you are able to discern versus judge? And, and I'm, this is, and believe me, listen, I, every time I have a little tech problem, I get what's called table flipping mad. So I definitely struggle with this. And this is where I'm, what I'm reflecting back to you, that's where that comes from, because I too have a great well of righteous indignation when my tech doesn't work. I pay for you. You're here to serve me. You're no. here to serve me. It's true. Like the, your sole purpose is to function. I don't get to blow up. I don't get to brick. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So let's just look at, so the things, so first thing that we just discovered is we have this standard of functionality for ourselves that may not be healthy. It may not be optimal for us. We get so focused on, well, how can I big build my business? How can I grow my business? How can I scale? How can I go, 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 go? And maybe think like, well, what if we just stayed right here for a couple of years and just enjoyed life? Got plenty of money we can put in savings. What would happen? So it's to provide alternative ways of being in an experience. You can judge blame, which I am so into doing, <laughs> which I'm really, I'm working on not doing. Judge, blame, point the finger. Or we can say, all right, this is what is. This was not what I was expecting. I'm frustrated. You own that frustration. I'm angry. I feel like nobody's taking responsibility. And that's, that's very hard for me. It doesn't change what's in front of me. It's the resistance. This is like resistance training. You're getting your master's degree, a very, very intensive little master's degree in resistance alternatives. And the word that came forth for me to tell you, which I know you know already, is surrender. Yeah. That's one of the hardest things to do. I'm a Taurus. I know it, sister. Earthbound. <laughs> put the horns down. This is happening. That's why you brought it to yourself. You see? You see? Yeah. This was your call for evolution of you. And it had to be this obnoxious. It takes this level of dysfunction to get you where you need to go because you're a Taurus. Mm -hmm. You people like us, ambitious, heart-centered, ambitious, hardworking, A-type high achievers. We basically need to get dropped to our knees before we go, okay, let me take a breath. Let me get <laughs> all right. Right now. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I see there's something bigger going on that this business, like what we do is just completely irrelevant at the end of the day. Mm. It truly is irrelevant. And it's difficult sometimes to detach from what we're doing. And I say this knowing that everything could fall apart for me today. Don't think I don't know that. Don't think I don't know that every, like this could just like, there goes my router. I'm like, oh, so <laughs> recognize it. I am not standing uh, like on the mount with the sermon. Like, oh no, I struggle with this stuff too. That's how come I know this. Surrender is one of the most powerful things you can do. And the word surrender, particularly for men, because of the way men are uh, conditioned in this, in this country, in this culture, it's a very dangerous thing. But mm -hmm. really it's the, the path to peace, harmony, and, and ultimately product, more productivity and, and more prosperity is through surrender. You can't get around it. It's through. The only way past this is through it. Mm -hmm. So one, I wanted to just reaffirm your amazing ability to eat with your accountability partner. They nailed it. Getting right on top of it and going to the higher perspective and just be, and just being clear. This is a very distinct call to do something a little bit different, to grow within what you're doing. And I, you made it, you made it very clear to yourself, Terry, because you go big or go home, sister. That is your deal. Yep. Yep. It sure is. Um, that's so good. Thank you for breaking that down and, and for helping our listening audience to, to see that process and to connect with that and helping me to see that process and connect with that, uh, and repeat that because 
apparently I need repetition. I don't you want do. to do once the first time. I need to do it a couple of times to get it. So I'm, I'm a little stubborn like that. <laughs> well, and I can tell you stubborn Taurus, if you don't learn it this time, guess what's going to happen on the next one. Yeah. I'm just saying you've got a pattern here. So the first thing is to recognize the pattern. The second thing is to realize it's very good. We're all in divine time. It's happened. You brought it to yourself for a reason, not to be mean. There's not, you, if, the second we internalize and take things personally, we're out of the learning. Yeah. And also, and I really want to want to like edify you for, for being so good about demonstrating, for showing your audience how to start where you are. Mm. How to meet, like you can't, don't suppress the frustration. Don't suppress, let yourself feel it. You don't need to take it personally. You've got, it's real, it's true, it's natural. And then shift, pivot into, all right, well, what, what can I do now? So then you get into the, the sort of uh, what, like damage control, right? You get into damage control, you give yourself something to do and then be like, all right, well, this was, once you've got things kind of patched up, you got the tape on, you got the bubble gum and the, <laughs> the bobby pins in place. The screws and the nails and the hammer. Right. Oh, you've got it all like kind of jury rigged. Once you've got that, you can sit down and like, whew, what is this about? What am I trying to show me? Because I would prefer not to learn this way again. It's stressful. It's stressful. Yes, it was very stressful. Um, yes, I would prefer not to learn this way again. So yeah, time to put some time blocks on my calendar for that break every day. Because when you work for somebody else, you get a break every day. So why am I working for myself not getting a break every day? That's not the life I want to have. So you know. I know as, as an entrepreneur, one of my favorite things, like people who work nine to fives, and this is not at all to be devices between divisive between entrepreneurs and nine to fivers, because I worked in a nine to five that had great advantages. This has great advantages. So we need, again, we need everybody, right? It's a, it's a team. We need everybody. And when people who are working their nine to five job, they're like, so what are you doing for fun? I'm like, making sure I got payroll, uh, making sure I've got the content. Like there is no hobby sometimes. No fun. Yeah. You just like, oh, I've got a weekend. Oh, I'm going to put together that content. Oh, I got to do those videos. Oh, I've got to edit that thing. Oh, I got to get this over to my VA. That's what entrepreneurism is. Yeah. At least when doing, working on the weekends, it's for me. Yeah, agree. And, and I also have been really diligent and, and focused on protecting that time because I don't want to... But they have this hustle mentality, the hustle culture. It's it's glorified, it's edified, it's it's what every person who's working a nine to five who doesn't want to be working a nine to five, they want to be working for themselves, subscribes to, believes in, eats for breakfast and lunch and dinner, and they want that life until they have that life, and then they're walking around exhausted all the time. And for me, I'm like. No, I didn't become a business owner or an entrepreneur to be exhausted all the time. I didn't become a business owner or an entrepreneur to work nights and weekends like I was for corporate America. I became a business owner so that way I could have time freedom. Well, then why am I not giving myself the time freedom then? I need to give myself the space for that time freedom because that's what I became a business owner for is to have that time freedom, to be able to serve others and to have that time freedom. And- you don't get that time freedom accidentally. You don't get that time freedom in a hustle culture. You get that time freedom by creating it. You have to make the space for it. So. Yeah. And you're, you're talking about something that I call busy porn. <laughs> busy porn. I'm like, Hey, how are you doing? What's through? Like, Oh, I just, I was up at five. I was, I worked till 10, a lot, a lot of, I'm like, that's not impressive to me. It sounds to me like you're doing a bunch. You don't have good time management skills. That's what that tells me. Like, why it's are you working? So terrible. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Like it's like they're bragging about it and it's like this burden to them. And I'm just like, if you were bragging about what time you got up in the morning, something's wrong in your time management and you need to do an audit. And also like, and this is what I was telling you about inspired action. Mm. I mean, my first year in business, I remember I did my first launch and I was in that hustle and it, it burned me out. It took one launch, burnt out in about one month. I'm like, I'm building a house I don't want to live in. Mm. I'm not doing this. And so I pivoted and that's, this is, this is where, it, you know, they say um, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. 
-hmm. In my case, exhaustion was the mother of invention. I was too tired to take sales calls. And so on my second launch, I said, listen, y'all, here's the price. You know what I can do. You've all had an experience in transformation in 90 minutes with me. Imagine what I could do for you if we work together and I customize stuff for you. You know the cost. If you would like to work with me or you've got a, a couple of questions, here's my link. I don't do sales calls. I'm not going to convince you. Check in with your gut. You already know. Sold out. Six-figure business right out of the gate. Mm. And I didn't hustle. Yeah. I didn't push. I didn't grind. I don't believe in the grind at all. You can enjoy your work. It can be inspired action. Even if you're working for a company, you believe in the mission or it's serving you. Like you've got a hobby or something that that job's really serving you. And even if there's some challenges in the, in the, in the culture, it works for you. Then it's not a grind. It's about your perception of your time, not the work you're doing. That's why busy porn. I, I remember I worked for this one company Love and it. everybody looked so intense and busy. I'm like, you're not even doing anything. I see what's on your screen. What are you, what <laughs> are you doing? George Costanza from Seinfeld. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I don't, they're, they're so, and there's like, oh, I'm so afraid of going to be fired. I'm so afraid they're not going to, I'm like, wow, no. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say like enlightened. No about that. I don't, that's not my jam. So one of the, th and this is part of the program is helping people see how it's all inspired. And, and that's why that foundation is you've got to be rooted in your mission. This goes for working for a company too. And if your mission is to get the money to pay for the things and the people that you love to see, that's it. You're going to go to work so stoked every day. Today, it's just about your perception. And when people are struggling with worthy issues, everything's being done to them, judgment blame up your power, and then internalizing what's happening to you, you're not going to enjoy anything. Full stop. Yeah. That's part of this journey is I want these transformational leadership coaches. I really, I, I just, I want to help them enjoy every day. They've made a choice to work for themselves. There's no reason they, they can't enjoy it. And there are some things where like, yeah, I got to do that. You know, Department of Revenue, Secretary of State, all the admin. At a certain point, you can hire that out. Yeah. But what an awesome privilege it is that you get to do that stuff. Like you've got a business, you got a legit business. You have an LLC, get to work, enjoy it, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Maura, this is always delightful. I always enjoy time with you. I want you to tell our listening audience one more time the best way to get in touch with you. I would say info at soulfulleader.com is the instant way to get in touch with me. And you can also find me on Instagram at soulfulleader. You can find me on LinkedIn. And of course, my website, soulfulleader.com. And if it's soulfulleader.com forward slash effortless, you will get the free gift of the cause and effect business model that I'm happy to share with you. I would love to connect with you. Please reach out if you have any questions. Fantastic. Thank you so much. One last question for you. What's one tool that you believe business owners, leaders need to have in their toolbox to be an effective leader? Being present. And being, I'm going to use the word surrender again. I know people might not like that, but it needs to become normalized immediately. Not surrender like you think. Surrender to what's happening in the moment and be present with people. And the way I, I, I help people do that, this is part, this is an, emotion, an emotional intelligence process of mindfulness is you, whatever it is you're doing and you pause for a moment and you simply put your awareness in your, uh, in your belly, just below your navel, and you, you take a breath into that space. And when you do it, now here's the trick, and I don't know if a lot of other people are, this is my little, this is my little secret, it's my little industry secret. When you take this breath, see if you can keep your shoulders from moving. Now, if you're focused on all that in the moment, and it might seem like I'm in the middle of this thing, you know, you're, you're on, you're, you're, in your mind, you're in your head, and you need to tap into your deeper wisdom for the greatest good of yourself, your team, the organization, okay? This stuff applies. 
It's not like woo woo business. No, no. This is how you stay calm, assertive, and tap into the wisdom that already knows the right decision. This is embodying that wisdom in the moment. And it also gives you a little pause, spinning off, right? So you just imagine you put your awareness in your belly, keep your shoulders still, and just take a little breath, right? If you can remember to like open up your jaw and your mouth, unclench your jaw, okay? <laughs> this com can completely... This is a nervous system hack. It puts you, it gets you out of stress, gets you out of your sympathetic uh, fight or flight, puts you right into to rest and digest. And it also gets you in the room, gets you present instantly. It takes, it reconnects the mind body bond. Mm -hmm. I believe being present in this way will help leaders feel more confident that they are making the correct decision and they are guiding the narrative where it needs to go because they're allowing themselves to tap into the wisdom that is far beyond their capability in their mind. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for the awesome wisdom and the tools. To my listening audience, thank you all very much for tuning in, for being here. You want to know more about what spin frogs can do for you, or you want to have an opportunity to get on this stage and share some of your totally awesome wisdom, we'd love to have you. Just get in touch with me. It's Terry, T-E-R-R-I at spinfrogs.com. Ah, my head's in the way. S-P-I-N-F-R-O-G-S.com. And like, comment, subscribe. Let us know that this material supports you and your growth because that's what this whole channel was created for. I wanna be here to serve you and support you. And also I have a free networking event coming up on April the 30th that you will not want to miss. If you are a small business owner or an entrepreneur or somebody thinking about starting a business but you don't know if you need an LLC or something else, you wanna tune in to the Associate Asian networking event happening April the 30th, 4 p.m. Eastern time we have the amazing Raksha Joshi coming in to talk about business development and what is involved in developing literally from a legal standpoint, your business entity and paperwork. So if you want the link to that, comment, shoot me a message, let me know. You can find me on all the social networks at Spin Frogs. And I so appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Thank you, Ms. Mora. I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for the invitation. And I so appreciate every one of your listeners, your community, you attract amazing people. So thank you for allowing me to have this time with you and with them. Absolutely. We hope as always that you enjoyed the conversation today. Please do us a favor, like, subscribe, share this podcast with your friends. The more people we get involved in the conversation, the stronger our small business community becomes. Thank you so much for being with us and thank you so much for your support in sharing and inviting other people to this podcast so that they can grow stronger in their business with other like-minded business people. Until next time, have a great day.